This is Verve, the style podcast, your only source for everything fashion on the internet. We're your hosts. I'm Katie Gassman. And I'm Anna Grace Averett. With a combined 10 years of experience in e-commerce fashion, from buying and styling to visual merchandising and content creation, Katie and I know firsthand how the internet is reshaping the fashion industry. We sit down with your favorite creators and the next wave of innovators to discuss how they're pushing fashion forward and break down five of their favorite fits. On our solo episodes, we get into the latest fashion news, runway shows, internet trends, pop culture. It's basically like going to happy hour with your fashion besties. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and follow along on TikTok and Instagram to see what we're wearing. I'm at Katie Gassman, two S's, two N's. And I'm at Anna Grace Averett. That's A-V as in Valentino, E-R-E-T-T. So sit back with your mandatory three beverages and enjoy the show. We didn't discuss the intro. <laughs> We're out of practice. Who are we? I think we just say hello and welcome back to Verve, our first episode of 2023. Katie, how was your New Year's? New Year's was a hectic time. I actually had a really interesting experience because um went to this just like random bougie house out in the middle of Pennsylvania with my siblings and it actually looked gorgeous. Not, it was beautiful and um we went to their friend's house who's like their neighbor and it was just a really nice reminder of what you can achieve in life to be surrounded by nice things. Oh, a little like manifesting moment. That yes. sounds similar to mine. I stayed in I was supposed to go to Florida. I postponed my trip yeah, later wait. in the month. We haven't even talked about that. Yeah, I like have had a, a cold for the past week or so, and mm. I have gotten so many sinus infections from flying with colds over the years. Um, and this is the first yeah. time that I've ever told myself that it would be better if I didn't do that. She's so prioritizing I, health in 2023. You know, she is because it's like you can only make the same mistake so many times, especially <laughs> when it's like I was flying Southwest. My flight wasn't canceled because it was like a few days later after all those cancellations. But they were allowing you to change your flight for free. And so that was really nice. So now I'm going later January. Now Vareed's coming. Haley and I's other old roommates. And we're going to do a classic roomie weekend. So I'm like, I still get to go to Florida in a few weeks. And it's actually really warm here now. So I'm getting to like soak it all up. And yeah. so I just stayed in, got some Chinese food, and then I went ham on a goals manifestation, like Google Doc, like Love. breaking it down step by step. We wrote like our affirmations for the years. And then I made three vision boards for different areas of my life. And I, I feel like I want to make some more. I didn't make one for Verve yet. So obviously that's got to happen. Yeah, obviously that needs to happen. Well, it can happen. We can like choose a day, perhaps some kind of auspicious astrological day coming up um, to do that because I have not done mine either. I have not done any of mine because I have been traveling, but I went and bought a new notebook today, which I do every year. You're and, like bullet journal, right? Yes. And yes. I have some cool things I'm looking forward to tracking. Um, can we get a and- preview? Oh, well, I am doing a yoga challenge for the month of January. Are you doing the Adrian? Yes. Yoga with Adrian? Of course, yoga with Adrian. We love yoga with Adrian. We love yoga with Adrian. We love Benji. And I set um, a couple other like fitness goals for myself, but just for the month of January, because honestly, the idea of 
committing to something for the entire year. Bit much for me right now. And that's fine. So we're going with the month of January. And when will we will we evaluate? You know? But it's also the way that I wrote my fitness goals is that, well, I didn't even write a specific fitness goal. I just wrote that I want to like commit to like a morning routine that worked really well for me last year Mm. that I got like out of habit of doing. And that just involves movement. So sometimes I think the broader idea can just be like move more than you did last year. Right. It doesn't have to be so micro with the tracking. My my problem is, is that I'm one of two ways, either absolute chaos or extremely detailed and you do baffle me in that way (laughs) so we'll see how all of that goes um but excited for it for the yoga with adrian and wait i wonder if you started a laundry tracker that would solve your laundry issue it could um i've also have some budgeting goals and then hopefully i can afford to send my laundry out i love it buy back your time (laughs) exactly like just pay people to do the things that you hate doing and I hate doing laundry so amen yeah so with that like we said rich bitch energy we didn't actually say that but it was implied and we are going to talk about some of our favorite rich people celebrities nepo babies designers um you name it anything and everything that has to do with fashion over the last year of 2022, we've got all kinds of topics. Um, you want to read some off as a preview, Anna Grace? I'm sorry. You forgot to do a drum roll in – this is our second annual VFA Awards or VFA. Oh, well – We didn't get a sure. title. Let's, no, we you're right. You're right. You're right. For the title. You're right. You're right. You're right. I was just not Too even excited. thinking about the title. Too excited. So like we said, Verve Fashion Awards, VFAs. Second um, year in running. And so yep. we have some of the same categories as last year. And we added a few more. So things that we're going to talk about. Our favorite runway show of the year. Our favorite red carpet moment. Viral fashion moments. It girls of the years. And then at the end, we will do a outfit recap of our favorite five outfits of the years. And the worst ones. Because sometimes we deserve to roast ourselves a little bit. Just so I don't do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and here's the thing. A lot of the outfits that I came across that I've decided on are some of my worst outfits. It's learned from, you know, I feel like a lot of my worst outfits were also at like weird points. Everyone has a bad day, you know, it's like, I was going to say, there's a lot of like emotional, like I could just tell in a photo and I was like, Oh, I, and I can remember because of that photo and that outfit. I'm like, I was not feeling it that day. No. And and so I automatically like that outfit less. It is. I'm, that's probably one of my favorite things about this exercise is it's like a visual diary of I was going to take out like a fashion on. diary. Yeah. Um, big fan, big fan. And I'm sure you've seen it because I've had like seven people send it to me is the TikTok of the girl who takes the picture and then it whites out the background and then she files it away. In, oh, yes. Yeah. And I just we we're ripe for that type of thing. Maybe that should be one of my projects when it's cold and I'm sad and indoors cataloging outfits. Yes, I feel like that would appeal to your organization side. Yes, and um, it I guess I it only applies to my virtual closet, not my regular closet, that I should be so organized. <laughs> Fair. 
Okay, let's hop into our Verb Fashion Awards. And the opening category tonight is the It Girl of 2022. I knew the answer right away for myself and that was julia fox i mean 2022 was her year she started like i think the first or second week of january is when she was dating kanye uh before kanye really crashed and burned last year but that got her like catapulted and then there was just no misses after that she had a diy fashion moment she had I mean, just like the black makeup, she had covers, she was on TikTok by the end of the year. Everyone is loving her on TikTok, like she's her older sister, like spilling all this like life advice and people all in the comments are people saying like, oh, I didn't like Julia Fox, like I didn't want to like her and now I love her. And I feel like she had such a like main character arc in 2022 that that was just chef's kiss her year. I agreed. And actually almost almost kind of sort of went out of my way to try to pick somebody else, you know? And I was Googling and I was looking at some of the viral fashion moments, which like we said, is a category later on and never could come up with somebody that I felt like you said, had such a main character arc. Julia Fox is, and that to me feels like the definition of an it girl. So agreed. Julia Fox has won our it girl of 2022 award. I feel like she'll do big stuff this year with brands, like kind of deals and contracts that probably took a few months to come together or like they needed mm-hmm. her to like quote prove herself. But she like had a fashion line in the past. So I'm curious if she'll come on as like a, a brand ambassador for someone big or a, in a creative director or like um, a guest position of like, I don't know, curating things like I can just see her working with some really big fashion houses this year. Yeah, I'm curious what she's going to do with her career. Like, is working with brands going to be her career and in what capacity, like you said? Or is she going to try to do something else, like art or like make her own? Well, she has an art in career. Like, right, exactly. So Mm -hmm. she has a couple different options. We'll see. All right, let's hop over to the best dressed celebrity of 2023. And to clarify, this can be red carpet or street style looks. Either is fine. We will get into our favorite red carpet looks later. But I was trying to think of someone who really, I felt like I could remember a lot of outfits throughout the year and kind of there was not a lot of misses. Mm. And for me, this was Olivia Rodrigo. I think Mm. she also had a huge year last year. That's when she went on her album her sour tour for the first time she was at every major award show and i absolutely adore her stylists who are sisters chloe and chanel and i think just the way they've styled her and she's really kind of the face of this female like pop punk revival and like really in the mainstream not so much alternative as it was in the 2000s but i just love her like grungy slightly y2k like plaid glitter like she had such a voice and like I love that it they're able to tell such a story of what her character as an artist is supposed to be in this era and I just think they've done a fabulous job totally Olivia Rodrigo is really fun she's young like you said um she's sort of this like spearhead for a new aesthetic it's fun Mm -hmm. um and I I think that she had a good year for sure yeah my pick is Rihanna, specifically pregnancy style. So I think that she just killed it. She has not really been out of the fashion limelight, I feel, pre-pregnancy, but just 
she's been taking a step back. She's a businesswoman, right? Mm-hmm. And she came out so hot, the hot pink Chanel coat with the announcement, her Alexander Wang like moment with the big um, leather blazer and the high boots and the little cutoff shorts. Like I think about that daily. Um, her at the Dior show with um, her little lace baby doll moment happening. Just she had so many moments. She really made pregnancy fashion high fashion and I do love that she definitely like changed how everyone thought about it this past year and you can see the impact immediately and that's just like Mm -hmm. Rihanna's impact is undeniable undeniable she is a certified icon all right let's go with best viral fashion moment and I'm gonna let you kick it off this time all right so I for my favorite viral fashion moment I had a close tie. Okay. Um, for overall impact, I did end up choosing the Mew Mew set. We saw it everywhere. Mm -hmm. It was honestly like sickening by the end of it. Like we were kind of all over it, but it was just like, I really loved seeing it be so big. Like, I don't feel like often we see, um, singular trends. So literally, repeated over and over and over again from one brand uh, too. from one brand yeah. right and so um yeah for that I I awarded it the um what was it viral trend of the year yes viral trend of the year yes okay so my best viral fashion moment of the year and this one so I was like again kind of scrolling through everything we talked about this year trying to look at fashion news and see like what really again maybe had a huge impact and I think this is Bella Hadid at the Caperni show when she was getting this liquid dress sprayed on to her and then she comes out naked liquid dress gets sprayed on and then she walks off as it forms into a dress and this was reminiscent of the Alexander McQueen moment in the 90s that he had with um the white dress with the robot arm spraying it and it was so talked about it was all over every platform and I just remember seeing it and like I got really excited as a fashion lover like I know the Alexander McQueen show and it was just like very I I love that reference and then I love the moment but I think where it fell flat which is the criticism that we had on the show when we talked about it was like just the rest of the collection wasn't very good yeah right I love this like specific (laughs) moment but I wish that like it was so talked about but I think it was almost like a bit of a cheap viral moment because yeah 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 really wasn't backed by anything else other than this like video right exactly it's like it was a manufactured viral moment almost but I did enjoy it so I'll give him that right exactly so we're just conflicted on that on that on that front oh my runner-up though was the um Kravis Dolce & Gabbana wedding okay Uh, that was the second that was also (laughs) my runner-up because I was like that was influential (laughs) influential iconic like there were just it was like watching an old Italian mobster family get married but it's the Kardashians and I just loved everything about it loved that more than the royal weddings honestly oh I don't even remember what they wore to the royal wedding <laughs> exactly, I could like exactly. sketch out what everyone wore in Italy I'm very loved aware. it loved it <laughs> loved it because obviously TikTok has been a huge influence on fashion we are continuing our trend of covering our favorite TikToker and our favorite Instagrammer um, of the year. So Anna Grace, who is your favorite TikToker? My favorite TikTok follow of the year is going to be Alex Earl. I know I'm not alone in this. Mm. She got popular this year 
I believe like over the summer from her get ready with me at the University of Miami and she's gorgeous and she just tells you about her life what she's gonna go do as she's doing her makeup she was doing her hot little outfit at the end I love seeing the glimpse of like the Miami life and like the style down there and totally everyone loves her so it was just an easy pick for me yeah agreed um Alex is the kind of girl that you would look at and like people would assume all kinds of weird things about her like similarly how they do to the Kardashians and stuff just because she looks the type of way you know like she basically she's super hot and is amazing at TikTok and people are jealous of that but I honestly feel like it's generally positive like I don't know do people hate on her is that a controversial pick is I guess my question not a controversial pick. I think the universal opinion as of right now is that everyone loves her. But here is my concern mm. with a lot of these people who come up um, fast and strong on TikTok out of nowhere. Yeah. It's yeah. that it, it is a quick arc. And like either mm-hmm. they die off and become not relevant or people turn against them, which I hope neither right. of those things happen to her. I would like to see her have a nice longevity if that's what no, she totally. chooses. She yeah, is hot, agreed. hot, hot right now. She is hot, hot, hot right now. Um, and it's all just, it's coming at her so fast. So yeah, we'll be really interesting to see what she does in 2023. Mm-hmm. My favorite follow on TikTok of 2023 is hardly a fashion follow, but she makes me so happy to follow her. Um, her name's Anna Paul and she is this Australian influencer who is really good at TikTok. She vlogs. And she is so rich. So she has all of this designer stuff. And it's so fun to watch her just like live her rich life. But she's super rich because she is like the number one OnlyFans person in Australia. But she's like really wholesome and then does that. So really fun follow. She's so positive. Um, Like I said, she's super rich and has tons of designer stuff and travels. Like that's her whole thing. So um, that's my favorite TikTok follow. Because she's... We all need a little entertainment. Right. Exactly. Um, how about your favorite Instagram follower? Or <laughs> follow. A f- follower, wish a I follower. wish. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so my pick is someone I've been a fan of for many, many years. But like this year, I, I've noticed her Instagram game has really stepped up. And I've just become obsessed with it. And that is the interior designer, Kelly Wurstler. My friends Taylor, Bianca, and I are like all equally obsessed with her and like fan. She's like someone who I like would maybe slightly fangirl if I saw, and that's not very many people. Mm. But she is a very cool interior designer. She's been doing it for like 20 years. She's very, uses a lot of textural moments, a lot of colors, a lot of like cool art. And you can tell that she's inspired by like the Cubist movement with like a lot of sharp angles. And I just like love the way her brain works. I got her book evocative style this year and then on instagram i can tell whoever is running her social media like deserves a raise because it is so fantastic she's using basically mostly flash photography style you know i'm a a big fan of that but it's really crisp and like every post is like themed in some sort of way and it's usually her in a design project that she's done with like a killer outfit on she has an insane sense of style this year she wore like a lot of balenciaga but i like the way that she would style these pieces and i included a lot of photos for like katie to look at on our little slide but she just has fun with color and um like proportions 
So every post that she does, I'm obsessed with her. And she's also like 55 and they just had, I think, adopted or probably have a, a surrogacy baby. They just announced mm. it like two weeks ago. Anyway, I'm just obsessed with her and I love her so much. So everyone, please go follow Kelly Wurstler. You will not regret it. Okay. Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, I still don't have an idea, but like, like you said, there's these pictures here. Um, she seems really fun, really creative. Um, like somebody I will want to go follow perhaps because I have a, had a really tough time with this answer. Um, I really rarely find myself scrolling on Instagram anymore because same. I'm just, I'm not interested in watching reels. I made this judgment based off of stories. And so my pick is Lily Chapman, who we recently interviewed because she is unhinged on her Instagram stories and it is incredible. I'm always like so hyped when I see that she has a million dots at the top of the screen because I just know that I'm in for a real treat, you know? Yeah, if I go click on Lily's story, it's like I know I'm going to get like two minutes of entertainment because I'm going to like sit and pause and like read this. And like she tells the whole story, literally her stories. It's fabulous. Yeah. Go follow her. Yep. So that was my favorite pick. Okay. The best rebrand. I'm going to go first. Mine's going to be quick because we already talked about it a little bit. But that's pregnancy fashion. Thanks to Miss Rihanna. Again, you saw the impact everywhere. People who were pregnant were all of a sudden showing the bumps. They were wearing sexy things. I thought it was really interesting that there was a um, clip from Euphoria of Maddie being like, if I want to be pregnant, could I be so hot? Like, I wouldn't wear the ugly maternity shit. Like, I would just wear what I normally wear and just be pregnant. And I feel like that was, like, the vibe this year. And I'm loving seeing all these other fashion women be really inspired by this movement. So that's my best rebrand of the year. Absolutely love that. My favorite rebrand of the year is Verve. We had an incredible (gasps) rebrand. Ah! Ah! (laughs) I didn't even think of that as an option. I'm obsessed with Uh, that. We had an incredible rebrand earlier in the year. And I'm just going to pat ourselves on the back because it really showed when I was going back and looking at things and looking at our Mm -hmm. old listener guides. Like it was a total 180 and it feels good. So that was my favorite rebrand of 2022. Oh, I was doing my 2022 reflections as part of my um, goals and manifestations for 2023. And it was like, what are the top five things you're like top five accomplishments? And I put the rebrand on there because I was like, I'm so proud and every time I look at it and like whenever people compliment it, um, us on it, it's just very special. And I was already thinking yeah. our two year anniversary is going to be in April when I was thinking of like what I'm going to do this year, I was like, I got to start planning our next photo shoot. We need to have an annual like birthday shoot. So yeah, you're so right. So you're so right. Okay. Well, we're going to have to start thinking on that for sure. Brainstorm. Let's talk about our favorite and least favorite trends of 2023. My favorite trend, and Katie just said it was really obvious in my sense of style this year. And that was the color silver. As someone who was previously strictly a gold girly, I really embraced this new metallic this year and I absolutely loved it. And it was like, I don't typically follow trends that hard, but this is one that I ate up and I'm still loving. Yeah. Silver is a fabulous color. It's no secret how I feel about silver. I didn't list it as my favorite trend just because like, I don't know. I feel... um like my my natural inclination is to lean towards silver anyway. So honestly, I am almost swinging back more towards gold now, you know, just like 
you want to be a friend. I get it. Right now. <laughs> so my favorite trend um, was the ballet flats and ballet core. Um, it felt really feminine and cute and natural for me. I have always really I mean I've always had ballet flats but then they were like so out that I just didn't keep them around but I do love a Mary Jane and Mm -hmm. you know I don't know I'm not really into the um ballet pink it's not a great color for me but like all of the ballet silhouettes you know Mm -hmm. um and that's the second that was emerging we were like Katie this one's for you this feels nice eat it up yeah yeah love it (laughs) okay worst trend of 2022 Mm. Mind is not a literal fashion trend, but it is a trend on the internet. And Verve is the intersection of fashion and the internet, if you look at our little taglines and bios on our social media. So, mine is gatekeeping. And this mm. whole idea that everyone is gatekeeping and it's everyone's responsibility and job to let you know every single detail of everything that they've ever done in their lives and what they're wearing because I think it's ridiculous and I think people honestly are just getting a little dumb like just go search something yourself like like people just are asking shit that like just go google it and you'll find out no, the answer I, it's ridiculous I don't, I don't disagree with you I think though that your take is like the opposite of what people might have expected when you hear that someone is like, okay, my least favorite trend is gatekeeping. Like, oh, everyone needs to share everything. Like, why are you hiding behind blah, blah, blah. But you're like, actually, no, just go fucking Google something. Like, and I love and appreciate that perspective. You know, and I don't want to say that people shouldn't be transparent about things because I do like no, the no. movement and like beauty and plastic surgery and being honest about, I think that's all fine and great. I just think as a, a consumer of content, we should just be a little more intelligent sometimes and just go well, and I- figure it out. And like, also like sometimes it's about the hunt of finding something. And like, if you see, I'm wearing a purple sweater and you're like, I love that purple sweater. Like go find that in your own sense of style and in your life, you know? Yeah. People don't really like think as critically. I think about some of the things um, like that, that they could. Uh, I also think, that gatekeeping as a term has like really gotten semi out of control, similar to like gaslighting. Uh, Mm. It just like, what does it even mean anymore? Like I'm not gatekeeping just because I'm not going to like tell you where I live or something. No, (laughs) literally it's personal safety. Yeah. So it's silly. Um, So agreed. My favorite, my least favorite trend is in a similar vein. It's just like, I'm annoyed with it is, hating millennials like and hating gen z and like hating hating this um generation war the generation war i'm really over and it's just like what's the point i don't know there's not a whole lot that like i care that much about what gen z does like as a generation um that is like so egregious to me that I have to like hate on it I don't know like if I don't like something it's just not for me and I I don't know how's that for a concept yeah yeah right so I'm just kind of over it and it's not really like (sighs) we should be on the same side like really as a whole millennials and gen z's should work together this is my my attempt to unite the fronts get it together everyone I mean, here's the thing. Every fashion, when you look bad at it, is going to be bad at some point. And the same thing will happen to Gen Z when they get 
a new crowd under them to shame them for doing things like how they no, dress. Totally. So yes, it, it's just like a bit ridiculous. Like you're not better than it all, but um, and like yeah. vice versa, the other way around of being so stuck in your ways that you can't like. Oh my god, new that's ideas. equally yeah. as annoying when when people are like, "I'm not gonna change my skinny jeans. They're the most comfortable thing I've ever worn." And I'm like, "Okay, well then don't." Like no one's telling you you have to, exactly. but yeah. So anyway, over that. Let's move on to our favorite runway show of the year. And we had to look back at every single show that we reviewed on Verve this year to figure out what was our number one, which was quite the task. Yeah, it was quite the task, um, mostly because I ended up choosing my show based on how much I felt it created like a sense of impact similar to um, what was it that we were talking about earlier based on impact. Um, but it's hard to make oh, viral ripples. moment. Yes, yes, yes. It's hard to make ripples in the fashion world, in the world, in the media at the moment. So I chose the Loewe Spring Summer 23 show. I feel like mm. a lot of people talked about it. I feel like it felt commercial and yet artistic at the same time. Like it felt translatable, but still stood up as a piece of high fashion. And I'm excited to see how it begins to trickle down into the rest of the consumer landscape. Um, so that, I guess, was my pick and why I picked it. I think Lueve is going to be the hottest brand of 2023. Like, I think 100%. it has real potential. Yeah, for sure. And like J.W. Anderson, too, because he has a namesake label as well. And yeah. he designed for Lueve. But I think that's going to be like the Balenciaga this year. I mean, how many... I would love to know how many times we said Balenciaga on this show this past year. Yeah. <laughs> because it was like left, right, and center every five seconds. And I feel like yeah. Loewe is going to like have that energy behind it next year or like this that. year now. Um, my favorite runway show, I, similar to you, was trying to think of kind of what had an impact and like what show did I think about the most again, like throughout the year after seeing it that I like mentally referenced. And for me, that was the Louis Vuitton resort 23 show. This was an incredible collection. It was like this like space goddess warrior moment looked very star Wars Dune esque and it was glittery and yet it was tough at the same time with like shoulder pads and draping and it's like again I always love that balance of the feminine and the masculine playing together and like being able to incorporate both of those things and the show does it so perfectly I think about it all the time celebrities have started wearing it on the red carpets and I'm so excited about it and I think that it's going to have like a, a greater impact of fashion as we move back towards like a celestial minded trends and fashions as you know galaxy prints on its way back we saw it at dior men's show yeah galaxy print is a unique one i'm nervous to see what it does and how it evolves but we'll see just like i don't know when you when you experience something for its first iteration and it was so big and also so niche and like instantly recognizable mm -hmm. that to like already see it come back is really exciting, like in a goofy, weird way. And, and I also feel like in a way that a lot of generations before us haven't necessarily experienced since everything is moving so quickly with the trend cycle right now. Mm -hmm. So for us, it'll be a fun little experiment. Yes. We'll have to see if we end up buying into it. Okay. Yeah. Next, our favorite red carpet look of the year. 
I'm going to go first. And my pick was obvious. I felt it the moment I thought about it. And it was Emma Chamberlain at the Met. She wore Louis Vuitton and it was like a low waisted maxi skirt and then a separate top that was like a tan cream with a puff sleeve and then like a white net or a white collar and then beautiful the cartier diamonds necklace that we found out were like stolen after that so it had a bit of like drama yes the drama around it and then a tiara her glam is perfect it's like the short platinum i think she debuted the platinum again here and then there's like a red smoky eye and i'm the first one to critique like if you have a good dress and a bad glam you're still not gonna get like a a premiere best dress on red carpet for me like you got to tell the full story head to toe and this is another one that I've thought about a lot of times after and I just think she looks stunning so that was my favorite look no this was um definitely an iconic look for sure my pick also had a similar head to toe full 360 impact and that is Julia Fox in Han Coburgain at the Oscars the black with the hand neck mm, the bloodshot eyes the bloodshot eyes the um tight dress that like went out at the bottom she had this incredible like black i mean it that black eye look like that was just a moment all its own and i also believe that that outfit really just kicked off her fashion career for 2022 Like Mm -hmm. it was the beginning of what we were yet to know that we were getting. So that felt really um, important. And, you know, the Oscars, big red carpet. All right, let's switch gears. This podcast started off as a personal style experiment. And we talk about all of our shopping woes and successes quite a lot. So looking back at this past year, Katie, what was the favorite thing that you bought in 2023? Two. The favorite 2022. Thing- <laughs> 2022. 2022. My favorite thing that I bought in 2022 is my hot pink tobbies. I was so hyped to finally get them. They were not the original shape that I wanted. These have an ankle strap and I wanted like just the straight up ballet flat. But honestly, I am so happy with what I got. I would still perhaps buy a ballet pair, perhaps in 2023. But the metallic is what really seals it for me. They're so much more interesting than just like a plain hot pink leather shoe. So, and of course, obviously the toes. So that was my favorite 2022 (laughs) purchase. What was yours? Mine is my silver Marc Jacobs bag that I since purchasing it it's probably in half of the outfit photos that i have it just goes with everything it's a great great shape and size it holds just the amount of stuff that i need it goes with everything it makes any simple outfit look a little more interesting and i love that it's mixed metals because the logo also has a sliver of gold on it it's just such an interesting bag and it's like i feel like sometimes when you shop online you get so overwhelmed by the amount of options at least I personally do so when like looking Mm -hmm. for a bag and it's hard for something to really strike me on a grid page when you're looking at thousands of pages of bags so to be able to like I was in New York I saw it at the corner of my eye at Bloomingdale's and I was just immediately like I need that it was like a visceral feeling I just love that bag so much so that is definitely my favorite purchase of 2022. And you can see it reflected in your outfits like you said so 
Speaking of outfits, it's time to launch into our roundup of our outfits from this year, where we will have selected our five favorite and our five least favorite outfits of 2022. Okay, so my favorite outfits of 2022, this was a difficult exercise because there was a lot of outfits that I really, really liked and I thought were a really good self-expression of my style this past year, but I made a TikTok of like some of my favorite fashion moments of this past year and it was all in a folder. So I kind of like used that as I was slowly narrowing mm. it down. But here are the top five that I picked for the various reasons that I will discuss. The first is my Vegas Studio 54 outfit. And that was this tiger print or is tiger beaded retrofit dress that I got. And this dress is like one of the, this is close to a favorite purchase this year, even though the use case is limited. It's just something I'm going to treasure forever. It's beautiful. It's like partly sequin, partly beaded. So there's like a textural component. And then I wore it with, it's orange and black. And then I wore it with these disco platform green satin shoes from Zara, these heels. And I love the color combo of like the orange and green. I've been trying to add more color back into my wardrobe. I love the hair. It was just like, I love this outfit. And it was in Vegas, which makes it a little bit more special. And it was a full head to toe glam moment too. Like we were just talking about. Yeah. And we have a lot of good photos because Caitlin hired a photographer to come to our hotel room, which was like the best I can remember. Yes, it really was. Next outfit is a sleigh because I love it, but it also has sentimental value to it, which is part of the reason that it was easy to select this over some of the others. But this is my great grandmother's dress from the 1930s like a nightgown I got it from my grandma's house this past spring it fit me perfectly and I just treasure this dress I've gotten like quite a few family like hand-me-downs like of that are very vintage this year Um, and I'm really um, appreciating that my family is like trusting me with these items but I have this dress and then I have a short sleeve silk button down that I thrifted that was like the same exact color and material and it looked really cute. So it kind of gave me a little more coverage since it is like a non lingerie dress, but not so much um, mm-hmm. as sexy as we would like think today. And then I just wore it with my knee high black boots. And in this photo, I have my like Telfar black. Cause I, we were going to a coffee shop that day, but this outfit, like I just love, I love these photos. I love my hair and like everything about it. And this dress is something I really treasure. So that's why it was my number two favorite outfit of the year. Although I should say these probably are not in first to fifth order. These are just the five general oh, favorites. No, I didn't do mine in order either. It's, I don't think that I could actually do that. <laughs> that's like picking children. Right. Okay. Third outfit. Austin trip when we went to the Sotal distillery and I wore that free people wrapped dress with this like cool black and or no, brown and white kind of southwesterny print on it my knee-high light tan boots the same sunglasses I was wearing the last photo these lace specs uh, and then my hair was in a claw clip I have my little Burberry purse and this is an outfit like I wish I could wear it again but it's too cold here now and so I'm just like itching to wear it again I'm so excited yeah totally I'm really excited for this next one. Okay. So this next one is when I was in San Francisco. Also, all of these, except for or three of these, I would say, are like traveling, which I think it's just easy to have mm, interesting. extra good outfits and like good memories to associate with them with. But 
Yeah. This is through San Francisco. I am wearing a black turtleneck. I'm wearing the Hosberg ombre, like pink, yellow, red pants that I ended up purchasing. But I was visiting Taylor in San Francisco and she had gotten a newly package where she rented these pants and that's how I tried them on. And I was like, oh, I need to buy them. So I did. I'm wearing mm-hmm. my favorite black and silver booties that are probably my most worn item this year. And then I borrowed Taylor's silver trench coat that we all took turns wearing that week because we were obsessed with it. It's like old top shop. I've looked everywhere for it online. I've looked everywhere for a silver coat this year and cannot find one. Uh. Uh, so maybe that's a 23 purchase if we can find one. And then I have a little braided ponytail, my coach bag, and we just went to a little, a little beach town outside of San Francisco and like got lunch and went thrifting and this outfit is just everything to me. I so wish I could have that jacket to recreate it. Yeah, I am obsessed with that jacket. Um, those boots, obviously, we both love a nice studded chunky um, uh, buckle pointed boot. So this was a really good outfit. And then my last outfit is one that was like a casual run to the grocery store over the summer. But I love this outfit. I remember like putting it on and just feeling like really cool. And I just, I I have such a good feeling. And partly is because I made these pants. So I made pants inspired by some like Alexander Wang shorts. And I intended to make shorts originally but then I hadn't cut them yet and I was like oh I kind of like the machines but so they're like a boxer top and then the jean itself is folded down then I just have on my black J. Crew tube top my black little coach um mini hobo bag my steve madden black slides and my lace specs glasses and my pearl J. Crew earrings so basically everything in this outfit is pieces that I wear constantly and all the time and so I feel like that probably adds to it of like these are just all my favorite pieces in the outfit plus something that like I made and one of my goals this past year was to start being more creative again and like making things because during the pandemic and like after college just like a skill that I had lost and I had to kind of relearn how to be creative and like actually do creative projects and something really proud of myself this past year and something that I'm looking forward to continuing to expand in this current year. So those are my five favorite outfits. I also really had a tough time deciding if I was going to include this like really everyday outfit in my five favorite outfits, because like you said, it was something that encapsulated a lot of things that I wore in the, over the years. And I felt really cool just like wearing it out and about. And isn't that what the whole point of fashion at the end of the day is supposed to be? So my five favorite outfits are in the folder, by the way, but my five favorite outfits, the thing that they most have in common is there's not a lot of color and I am pretty <laughs> like, I'm not necessarily taken aback because I did have um, edgy as one of my three words this year when we did that exercise. And black is an easy way to convey that. So I think that oftentimes I perhaps lean on that color to be, to tone things down, but not necessarily because I want them toned down, but just because I don't want them to be so bright. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm reflecting on my usage of black in my wardrobe. Um, Well, it brings an interesting point of like, how can you be edgy what makes edgy edgy other than black? You know, like how are there other ways that you could tap into that with color? The other way that I got dressed and tried to convey that was use of metals and like a lot of and chunkier things like um, 
or um, like this biker jacket showed up a lot. So anyway, let's actually just talk about the outfits. Like we said, they're not in any particular order. One of them is my birthday outfit that I wore last month. And it is this drop waist black dress with a square neckline and like a really fluffy little tutu um, bottom to it. Cowboy boots, my Rebecca Minkoff bag, the hoop earrings and silver jewelry hair bow. It was cute. I really liked it. I liked wearing it to dinner. I liked how I looked, how I felt. And that's that. This kind of leans into the ballet core um, vibe a little bit, like the tutu, the drop waist, the hair bow. Um, and so I do like that. Very cute. My next favorite outfit is this Proenza shoulder dress that I rented from Rent the Runway one time. I haven't been able to have it since. I wore it to dinner one time, but I think about this outfit and this dress mm, like uh, far too often for the one time that I wore it. I was obsessed with this dress um, and it really allowed me, I feel like, to like get over this like um, aversion to like slinky dresses that are heavy. Okay, so my like association with like a heavy knit dress is like church dresses that you buy at Kohl's and that they're stretchy and they're just kind of gross and they're like 2006 in Mm. a cheap dress and so I've kind of avoided knit dresses like as a rule um and this was really nice um to wear because it was you know comfy kind of slinky I really like accessorizing with this waist belt I like wearing my hair back like this and I wore some tall suede boots so there was like no gap between the boots and the dress and I also really liked that look so overall enjoyed every aspect of this outfit you should see if you can find that dress on sale now somewhere I should um I have been watching the price on um resale on rent the runway but Mm. we'll see if if I come across it at another time my next favorite outfit is an item that I wore a lot during the summer. Um, this is actually though in like a cooler environment. Um, I've got a leather jacket on, some lingerie over this blue checkered again drop waist. Ooh, fluffy dress. Like ooh. interesting. Ooh. and ooh. I have a tutu on under it. <laughs> leather jacket, some silver chunky jewelry, hair bow, Converse, dog purse. Again, a lot of things in this outfit I wore repeatedly this year. I really love how they all came together. And plus, I also really love this um, background. So that anytime you have a good picture and a good outfit at the same time, like it's amazing. I can't wait for more verb dates soon. We haven't had one so long. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because that's where I wore that was when we went and worked together. So yeah. I haven't been saying it. Well, I guess I said for my birthday. The other one was dinner. Okay. My next favorite outfit um, is one that we just wore to dinner. And I really liked this outfit because I admired my layering here. I really enjoyed the way that the long shirt went over my um, pleated skirt. And then the corset on top was fine. Um, I think I would have preferred like one that was a little bit longer now that I'm looking back on it. But honestly, it's the concept that I'm applauding here and why it mm-hmm. made it into my um top five so um again themes here black light blue silver chunky jewelry um the dog purse my moto boots um those boots I actually almost never wear I usually go for my docs but they have a really limited um 
use case. Again, honestly, uh, the silver hardware pointy boot I would have liked to have had here. Mine died um, a while ago, and I've been stalking the internet for the Chloe Susanna ones. Uh-huh. Um, and I can't find them for like less than $600 and with silver hardware. Very hard to come by. Oh, mostly gold? Mostly gold. So it's annoying. And then... Lastly, my favorite outfit includes the Mary Janes that I was talking about earlier. They're my patent black ones. And this outfit included the skirts over pants trend, which I really did lean into and enjoyed this year. So I will see about continuing that into the spring. This is my like netted um, polka dot midi skirt over just some uh, straight leg frayed Levi's black turtleneck. Leather jacket again, again, silver chunky jewelry, again, hair bow, again, dog purse. So lots of repeated themes here on some of my favorite outfits. And this was when I went to that um, Van Gogh, like, traveling museum. That was fun. Fun. Yeah. And those well, are want- my five favorite outfits. I'll say, why don't you roll into your least favorite? Okay, my least favorite outfits. Um, specific reasoning on all of these. Objectively, are they like, there's nothing on here that's like horrendous, but I'm like, I'm just so not into it. I look at these and know I was rushed, know that I was having a bad day, know that there was something else going on here. So the first one, I was going out. It was fine, but I packed super last minute for this trip to Charlotte. And this looks just really stiff on me and I'm not a fan of it altogether. Um... This could be cute on someone else. I actually don't hate the styling, but for me, I just look too restricted and I'm I'm over it. Next has to do with the photography. I was already <laughs> three quarters of the way to drunk when these pictures were taken and the lighting was terrible. I had been out all day and... There was nowhere to take pictures at any point, and I had to. And also these white jeans, last time I saw myself photographed in them, I hated them as well. So they're gone. They're out. I'm done with them. Um, (laughs) They're – I don't know. I don't know why – I don't know if they don't photograph well, but I don't care. If I don't photograph well in it, I don't want it. So I'm wearing the white jeans, Zara white jeans, some square toe black boots, this cropped leather trucker jacket. Um, with a Sherling collar, which is fine. Um, I don't think I need to own cropped jackets. Like it's just not a thing. When you're for already me. tall, and I think it, it like cuts me in half at a weird place. I've decided, or at least like with high waisted things, mm. specifically. Like maybe if I um am wearing like a mid rise pair or a pair that like hit right at where the jacket is, that could be fine. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, so this was a rent the runway item that I sent back and I don't regret it. The next of my least favorite outfits again has to do with the rent the runway item, but it's actually not the pants themselves. It's the boots that I wore them with. I wore them with my Doc Martens, and I do not like the way the legs. They look like like athletic sneakers when I looked at them first. Like. It took me a minute to realize what shoe you were wearing. It looks very yeah, bizarre. It, yeah. it looks very strange. Yeah. And I think that 
the pants also like look like men's pants. Like I, but they don't look that way in another outfit that I had with them. So it's all about the way that I was wearing this. And I hate everything about the way that this looks on me. So that is why that made it into the least. But I like love the idea. Like I love the top half of this. You look very cool. So I think it's really, yeah, just the pants. It's just the bottom. It's the pants and the shoes combined. Yeah. Okay. My least, next least favorite. I don't know what this was. Well, I know what this was. This was me going to my grandpa's um, like birthday lunch. And it was super, super, super windy. And this outfit, I knew the second I put it on, I hated it, but I had truly nothing else to wear because I had packed again in a hurry. This was at home. And also, let me tell you, packing for being at home is so difficult because I'm lounging, but I'm also um, in an environment that is so not conducive to outfits. Like, at all like you're going you're in and out of the car or you're at home you're never walking anywhere you're never going anywhere unless it's like I don't know then like it's just so strange and I'm finally maybe kind of figuring out the level of clothing I need to pack but it's always so hard (laughs) so this was a fail on that account and I hate everything about it but I was forced to wear it and then my last least favorite outfit has a couple of things going on with it Again, in theory, a fine outfit on someone else. It just doesn't look good on me. I no longer wear light gray. Um, If you are watching this on TikTok, I'm literally wearing light gray right now. But this is the only thing that I kept in my light gray purge is this vintage Mickey sweatshirt. It is to die for. And this sweater in my least favorite outfit is gone, long gone. I think maybe you ended up with it because you can wear light gray. I did not. But okay. I do wear so, like gray. Yeah, it's like a turtleneck with no sleeves, leather jacket, like a 90s jacket, high-waisted black, no, high-waisted light wash jeans, which we have a whole ick about light wash jeans and black. But combined with my white sneakers and I don't know, I'm just not I'm not feeling it. This was also right at the beginning of needing to get dressed for going back to work. Mm. And that was a tough struggle to overcome and I have totally figured it out now I actually really like getting dressed for work when I have an excuse to go because I like I said have figured it out but back then it was a rough go of it for a little bit so that is that outfit and those are my five least favorite outfits of 2022 (laughs) okay my least favorite outfits is 2022 okay it's kind of all over the place so they all have their reasoning <laughs> this first one um i'm wearing a pair of jeans that i took in that were like vintage men's jeans a black short sleeve tight shirt that i wear all the time and my black sea matted slides and i have some accessories on a few gold things i was in south carolina it was like september the a what what you said the lighting on this is so bad and i just mm-hmm. remember like being so like puffy and bloated and I can like see myself looking puffy and bloated in this photo and like I remember in this trip like I did not have very good outfits and they were all very plain and I was Mm. very like but this was also right this is like right after I moved like I hadn't unwind or like settled in yeah and that trip looking at those outfits I was like these are mostly not good so 
that was <laughs> those sprung to mind instantly the next one is called what happens when you have seasonal depression and yeah, you try fair. to make yourself happy in february and i don't know i was girl was vibing she said Let me have some fun. this looks like an outfit jared leto would wear truly Alessandro <laughs> so, Michelle Aragucci. I'm not not into it. So it's, it's just the fact that it's like, I mean, I kind of love the audacity that I would just like do this kind oh, of yeah. shit. But, but it's not you. No, it's not me. And this is what I say where I'm like, you can't be a fashion girly, a fashion lover without having some flops because oh, yeah. you have to play. You, you have out. to. So this was a play moment. Uh, oh, I haven't described the outfit for those listening yet. Mm. I have a low-waisted pink thrifted Victoria's Secret pants, which those had to go. Um, a Victoria's Secret pajama shirt that's like orange and striped. That left too. A cheetah bikini top. <laughs> These yeah. like rhinestone Gucci glasses. Fake Gucci glasses that were from my Elton John Halloween costume that also died this year because I wore them to Vegas pool party and it lost the center gym. Yeah, so sad. This lack of color hat that I got for Christmas the year prior. This is in like February. So I had just kind of gotten this hat. Um, actually, no, I've had it for two years because I got it when I was blonde. Uh, I, I don't ever <laughs> wear it. So I'm thinking about trying to sell that because of the mm, like yeah. the lip up and it's so wide and the white. I don't know. It's just I don't wear it a lot. Um, yeah. And then like a chain belt heels. I had like a photo shoot in my room. Who knows what was happening? Yeah. Next outfit. This is also around the time that I was moving on half my clothes were packed and I had to go to dinner with Caitlin and, and Caitlin and Haley at this cute place. And I had could not find anything to wear because I like hadn't really planned to do this. And so I changed my outfit a trillion times. I ended up wearing this like slinky black crop uh, top with these kind of puffy sleeves and it's like a for black floral rounded pattern. But the material of it is like slinky and I feel like when it's on me, the pattern kind of stretches a bit, but I like the idea of the shirt. So I, I, it's hard yeah. for me to get rid of. I'm wearing yeah. this black mini skirt, which I've since gotten new mini skirt because this one would like ride up a lot. And then mm. my black slides and like the majority of the issue with this outfit was the fact that I was wearing flat shoes. I like mm-hmm. really wanted to wear a little heel and I didn't have any with me and that would have made me feel better about this entire outfit and I can still feel yeah. that feeling right now of just being like... <laughs> mad so this when i realized i like to wear a little heel to dinner um the next one was like i it was a random i remember that- this outfit in our episodes and this is like um a pop star on the move outfit no it is and it's this like is a paparazzi not, outfit it's not objectively horrible but i know um my face and hair look really bad here, so that's definitely oh. contributing to it. Also, Full the glam, yeah. jacket broke after this, so that also might be why it's ended up in here, just because mm. I'm upset that it's gone, because I literally had this in, like, fourth grade. It was a matching BCBG <laughs> tracksuit that was, like, black and silver. I found it in my parents' basement, and I was like, I'm bringing this. And then it broke. They had this, like, double split zipper, and it was always like, what do you do with those? I'm yeah. wearing my Skims pajama pants, I'm pretty sure, in this photo. <laughs> um, Love that. Yeah, so not a terrible outfit, but, like, the glam needed to happen, and I'm mad at that jacket. The yeah. last one. Objectively, <laughs> a really good outfit. I yes, like that outfit. Yeah. Here's why. Those shoes. Well, that was oh, the first yeah. day we went back in the office, and we went to happy hour after. I ended up being out for 12 hours time. plus. plus. Yeah. Because we stayed out the happy hour until, like, 10 p.m., as we do. 
And I had felt earlier in that. Actually, I think I had felt it like a few weeks before in these boots. They were from Princess Polly. They were like white, square toe, chunky, like kind of 70s-esque. I love them. I still love the look of them. And I could kind of feel like maybe the heel of one of the shoes had kind of collapsed internally. I felt a little lower on one side than the other. But I wore them to work all day. And again, we've been working at home for like two years. So yeah. you forget what it's like to be in a pair of shoes or an outfit for that long. And so with it, I'm wearing these For Love and Lemon, like floral 70s flare pants, my silky shirt, which is actually in one of my favorite outfits, my penny lane coat. Again, objectively outfit, very cute. Yeah. Uh, I walked around in these shoes all day and I was like, it was in so much pain because I could, my legs were uneven. Yeah. I have a bad knee on my left hand side. I have since like eighth grade and it can like impact my ability to walk. And I couldn't walk for like a week after this. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. That was and, definitely a thing. Yeah. And like, I I couldn't go to some friend event we had because I was like, sorry guys, I can't walk. I can't leave my bed for a few days. And that was like awful. And I just hate being put in situations <laughs> like that and so like now it's why i'm like when we're going to the cabin in february i'm like yeah it's not worth it for me to try or ski or snowboard because mm. the chances that i could do something tweak my fucking knee and not be able to walk for a week i'm not taking that Hi. so yeah that just these shoes ruined my life for a week and so that's why this is on my least favorite outfits that is a perfectly warranted reason for them to be on your least favorite outfits <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that is our VFAs of 2022. Yes. Concluded. We're so excited to see what outfits we have for ourselves in 2023, what trends, what influencers are going to be making big waves, what brands are going to be doing things, what designers are going to be designing things. It'll who's be Who's getting canceled? Who's gatekeeping? Who's getting canceled? Yes. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. So Thank you, everyone, so much for your support. Um, in 2022, it was a fantastic time. And with that, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Verve is the only source for everything fashion on the internet. If you've been inspired to get dressed up for yourself this week, Tag us to be featured on our Instagram at Bird Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Katie Gassman and at Anna Grace Averett. Links are in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Katie Gassman and Anna Grace Averett. Edited by Katie Gassman. Creative direction by Anna Grace Averett. This has been a three beverage media production. <laughs>